This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jackie. Then why would we need to add $6 billion on top of that? This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike. Biden's ransom payment will be immediately used to stoke violence, bloodshed, and mayhem throughout the Middle East, putting Israel, the United States, and the entire world in very grave peril. Joe Biden just lit a match to the Middle East. Uh, Israel has got to be on alert. The news that the deal is moving forward is drawing criticism from both sides of the aisle on Capitol Hill. The way to avoid having hostages taken by Iran is to be strong, firm, and resolute. And and to not use carrots in the form of $6 billion, but to use sticks in the form of threats to things that Iran holds dear. $6 billion they want released, and they're going to short, they're going to use it for humanitarian aid. There's no guarantees of that, so I'm very much concerned about this. So we're looking into it much deeper, but I'm very concerned. And that last guy there, as Joe mentioned, they really... Uh, the, the White House administration, we know this, they are lying with well, that $6 billion that we approved and the hostages and all that. They're not using, Iran's not using that money to help Hamas go and attack and savagely attack those people in Israel. That's not what it's. they're using it for. They could technically be accurate. The problem is, we keep pointing out, again, if you win the Powerball tonight, I'm guessing you ain't getting that Powerball check for a couple of weeks. But whatever money you do have, you're going to go and spend it. We know as a point of fact now that Iran was helping Hamas plan this. When did they start helping to plan that? It was August. When did we release the $6 billion to Iran? It was August. So basically, even though we don't like to play the I told you so game here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, that's just a minute and a half of Republicans and Democrats saying, we told you this would happen. And to take that a step further, when uh, Joe Biden was stumbling his way into the White House, there were smart people like me and Cherie Tolson Reich and <laughs> other folks saying, okay, if you elect Joe Biden president, one of the first and foremost things that will happen is we are going to lose our presence on the worldwide stage. And that is important because, again, let's look at some some facts that I hope that you will share with the independents and some of your Democrat friends. The facts are NATO said on the Senate floor the reason that uh, Putin invaded Ukraine was because of Joe's sloppy pullout in Afghanistan. They're blaming that on Joe Biden. So we've got unrest there. Joe Biden has released six billion dollars to Iran. Iran after that money was released, started planning with Hamas to attack Israel. That is a fact. That is the absolute doing. That is at the feet of Joe Biden. Weapons being used to attack our friends in Israel. Those Some of those weapons came from Afghanistan. Joe Biden left the weapons in Afghanistan. I do hope that you will share these stories with Democrats in a friendly way. In Be a, nice. In a factual way because... People will pay attention more. If you get in, yell, you know, Joe Biden sucks and all this, that's also accurate. But <laughs> but more people are going to hear your message, I believe. State Representative Cherie tolson Rice hanging out with us in the uh, studio this morning. You've had some 72, 96 hours to digest all this. How are you reacting to this? You know, is it any surprise that terrorists will attack people that are trying to be peaceful? The $6 billion to Iran, we knew where it was going to be used. Just like when Obama flew in plane loads of pallets of cash. I mean, why are we supporting terrorist nations? And and uh, you don't negotiate with terrorists. 
And the other thing that's happening now is we're starting to see when we talk about groups, for example, the squad, which includes a congresswoman from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Howsworth has done an incredible job of following Cori Bush, just getting eviscerated by her fellow Democrats for her takes on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, she's well in. It- we talked about it yesterday. There's a big difference between the Senate Democratic leader, Chuck Schumer, and what he has said. I mean, he has just blasted these people that were protesting in the uh, in, in, in Times Square and other places, really upset with that on tweet. But you look at Cori Bush, she has called for actually um, an end to military aid to Israel and taken heat from, from, from both sides. But, you know, it is interesting that district is protected by the Voting Rights Act of 19, in 1968. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what we forget about that, uh, Brandon and Representative, is state uh, the congressman that represented that area, actually two of them, William Lacey Clay Sr., William Lacey Clay Jr., and I, all of us thought Clay would have it. And we were shocked when Clay got beat. We were shocked when Clay got beat. And I've heard, I've heard from more than one Republican, boy, do I miss Clay. I've I've heard I've seen that I've heard that heard yes. that from Democrats too. Yes, uh, John Marsh. Any takes on kind of what you've been seeing as far as the news outlets are covering this? Do you have any big takeaways? As somebody who's been uh, been in journalism for over thirty years, right here in Mid Missouri, is there something you go, oh, that catches my attention? Oh, you know, I don't know. I think it was a whole lot of lack, sort of following along with. <clears throat> excuse me the. The president not going right to saying, hey, Iran is behind all of this. Yeah, yeah. and they, they lie. And then the national yeah. news outlets, they back it. And I'm with James. He had text 874-9390. You can always reach out to us in Vent 2 via text. We are in the 573 area code, 874-9390. Want to get House Speaker's uh, Dean Plocker's thoughts at 635. Raven Harrison changing minds, man. She see her on Fox all the time. She joins us Wednesdays. 710, one of the greatest compliments personally happened on the show Friday. I think the lady's name was Bobby. She called from Fulton. She says, I got to tell you, here's one of the things I feel good about on a feel good Friday. And she said, you know, she says, I've been hearing you guys just take on on the speaker in the U.S. House. And I was with you guys. And then I heard Raven Harrison disagree with you guys in a friendly way. She said it changed my mind. And she was Mm -hmm. grateful for that to the point. We can disagree on some of these things. We don't have to be rude to each other. But Absolutely, Brandon. That's true. Let's get rude here, though. <laughs> <laughs> but in a nice way. Uh, and, and James uh, James says, I'm tired of being nice. It's got us nowhere uh, with the left. I, I know we are nowhere with the left because of hot takes. I would respectfully disagree with that, uh, James. It's worse now because we've had hotter takes over the past couple of years to be able to sit down and talk. And now you may not change minds. And I'll say this, David Tyson Smith came on the show. I love David Tyson Smith as a human being. I've seen him in action do really good things for people. Uh, we invited him onto the show. Explain, you know, and, and we said this is non-confrontational. Let's just, we just want to find out why Democrats think this way. He tiptoed, hemmed and hawed, danced around every question we asked. And I kind of expected that, but I, you go ahead, you, you know, here's the rope, you go ahead. And he did it. But it occurred to me is where I am with that now. Uh, he couldn't answer those questions because he could not defend any of those things. Well, if you're a chick, but you think you're a dude, we'll call you a dude. He <laughs> yeah. could, David Tyson Smith, he could not defend it. And all of the other crate, he couldn't defend it. As a human being, this guy could not uh, defend it. So we talk about people that hate America, 
Uh, White House is roasting squad Democrats for their repugnant comments after the brutal Hamas murders. Um, And then the media outlets, some news outlets, are being encouraged not to use the word terrorist. Uh, And they're doing... there's some ugly things. That uh, was an Obama thing, too, for all those years. Oh, yeah. He, he never touched it. Because they're wussies. I, I don't know of another way to put it. And I'm with James on this. I'm going to quit being nice here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quit being nice. They, they, they are, are, are wussies. Jonathan Greenblatt, CEO of the Anti-Defamation League on MSNBC. Love this show. And I love this network. But I've got to ask, who's writing the scripts? Hamas? The people who did this, they are not fighters, Jonathan. They are not militants. And I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists. It is a barbarian who rapes and brutalizes women. And I'm going to tell you, I'm yeah. going to play this. Some of this, and this might be a little uncomfortable, okay? I want to give you the heads up, but I think it's worth hearing. This guy is on MSNBC saying, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, you're favoring these people. You're like AOC. You're like Corey Bush. You're backing these people. Compare kills children in front of their parents and then brings them over to Gaza, who literally, we've heard all these reports, and we know these aren't just reports. These were filmed gleefully by the barbarians who committed these grotesque crimes. They filmed, for example, an elderly woman in her home in one of these towns. They burned her alive in her house because she was too infirm. And MSNBC... That's bad. Canadian broad, and we have a copy uh, memos from the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Don't call them terrorists because that's just opinion. And <laughs> cite what you're seeing. Say there are reports of uh, there's video of these things happening, and these people are just so incredibly soft. Rainbow and unicorn Democrats. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. Jeff is in Columbia this morning. Jeff, what's on your mind? I. Had of a had a little thought last night about how we could uh, put an end to this terrorism slash fighting uh, without firing a shot. Yeah. Now this is this is going to sound so loony, but bear with me. I'm listening. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the Islam religion holds several species of animals as being unclean, namely pigs and dogs. And here's where the whole international community can get together. Texas is infested with feral hogs. So is southern Missouri. (laughs) Okay. Well, I I think we need to rehome a whole bunch of feral hogs in all the countries surrounding Israel. And that drop, just airdrop them off of a C one thirty. You know, it might break their legs and kill them. Uh, no, 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 no. They've done it in Vietnam before. Jeff, thank you. Jeff is in Colombia. That's an interesting uh, take. By yeah. the way, this came up. Israel came up several times last night. Big Republican GOP event in Boone County last night. Sheree Tolson Reich was hanging out with us this morning. She was there. I was there. We're going to be sharing some of the highlights of this event throughout the night. Video message, personalized video message from U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, who has actually been on this uh, show before. I think he was here campaigning on behalf of Mark Alford last year. House Speaker Dean Plocker, he's going to be here 635. He's got something interesting. So we've been paying, obviously, a lot of attention to what's happening nationally. 
Um, don't want to, uh, we've got some important things happening statewide in Missouri. We have now a third member of an, a third elected servant in the city of Columbia that's bailed on their seat. We had city councilwoman Pat Fowler bail right. a while ago. Catherine Sasser bailed from the school board. Andrea Wayner has also bailed from the city council. I think this is something worth looking at. You had people, you went out, you campaigned, you got money, vote for me, I will serve you. We've got these three folks within the span of a year that have bailed out on their voters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. We can't be so arrogant to think that this can't happen on our soil. We have to have the backs of our friends. We have to understand it's not that Israel needs America. America needs Israel because they are the first line of defense for Islamic terrorists. And it has happened on our soil before. And I'll go back to State Representative Adam Schwadron, yes. Jewish lawmaker from, uh, from the St. Charles area on this show uh, Monday saying this is why even here in mid-Missouri, and I know there's a lot of talk about what's happening in Israel right now, and there's some other things. There's pumpkin spice latte to talk about, and the GOP <laughs> thing last... There's other things to talk about. I get it, but this I cannot stress the importance of this enough. But Adam Schwadron said here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, those same people that are over there shouting, uh, that are doing these terrorist attacks on Israel... Those are the same people that go on the streets and shout death to America. Yes. These are the same people, okay? Hear me loud and clear. These are the same people that make their way to Mexico and then come across the closed border, if you're to believe the language of people. <laughs> oh, that's a cough. <laughs> like President Magoo and Alejandro Mayorkos and Kamala Harris, John. These people are telling us the border is closed. Do you hear that those people that shout death to america they are going to mexico and coming across the border and now nikki haley she's getting she's getting a boost in this uh it's the daily dc rundown i'm brandon rather stephanie bell is back on the show friday so nikki haley has long tried to set herself apart from her republican presidential rivals on foreign policy she peppers her speeches with anecdotes about serving as u.n ambassador while she served under president trump uh, and the war provoked by Hamas's attack on Israel has shaken American politics and put the primary race right in her wheelhouse. She still remains well behind Trump and DeSantis after a couple of energetic debate performances, I'd say. But she's trying to position herself as the chief rival by drawing contrast on how they view U.S. responsibility in foreign affairs. That becomes another topic. How much do we get involved in other people's business? How much of a... And to me, it's always risk-reward. And listen... Bottom line, yep, stay out, of the, stay out of the neighbor's business. Ain't my business. Now, if my neighbor down the street is beating his wife, I'm probably going to get involved. Yeah, your enemy's enemy is my friend. And I had a local TV station want me to make a comment last night about what was going on in Israel. And I said, we need to be looking at our southern border. These people are coming into our country, and we don't need another 9-11, and we need to be vigilant. Yep. Uh, and so to say, you know, this could happen in, in, in America, it, it did uh, happen 20, 22 years ago. It happened. The unprecedented ouster of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has left no consensus among Republicans about whether his removal was the right move as the party struggles to coalesce around a new leader. One of the immediate fallouts of that already huge, massive fundraiser over the weekend. It was canceled. A lot of money. I'm imagining, by the way. That money's going to be um, made up. And now there's some polling on what Americans think. And it's right down the, it's split down the middle three ways, John. 
It's 50, <laughs> 50, 50, all three ways. Is that the new math? Right. That's, that's Bidenomics. The, is Bidenomics. Oh, Bidenomics. Hey, true story. I'm at the dollar store. Uh, yes, I never go into a dollar. Revenues in the other states and leaving Missouri behind. We just keep hitting kind of a, a brick wall in the, in the Senate in particular, where one senator and maybe a couple others. All right, that is St. Louis Cardinals President Bill DeWitt chatting with Hannah Falcon from our news partners, ABC 17. A couple of weeks ago, sports betting. Want to bring in Speaker of the House in the state of Missouri. Because uh, na- uh, nation, we don't have one in D.C. right now, but we got one here <laughs> in Missouri. His name is Dean Plocker. Let's welcome into the show State Representative Dean Plocker. Thanks for being here. Let's get right to it. Um, where are we with sports betting getting into the next session? Which, by the way, uh, what are we to see November? That's January. January. That's so three months away. Uh, yes. What are you thinking this year as it relates to sports betting here in the Show Me State? Well, you know, I actually have a, I filed sports betting years ago. I'm all for it. I, I think it needs to be regulated in Missouri and not by the, the Russians or the Chinese uh, using their platform. So I think we need to have it in Missouri. It'll be refiled again. Um, you know, it's, it, I believe it'll pass through the House again. Much, Brandon, I, I mean, it's kind of a broken record we have on your show every time. We'll pass it out of the House. We'll send it over to the Senate to die. The Senate needs to start working and not see, and not reading books on taxpayer dollars. But uh, but we, I believe we'll pass out a sports book. Um, Dean Plocker, join us. Speaker of the House of Missouri, hanging out with us this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Cherie tolson Rush is hanging Good out. Good morning, colleagues. There's Brian. Good Hallsworth. morning. And you know, Dean, I say this the same thing all the time. We get our work done in the House to go die in the Senate. Yeah, uh, it's, it's frustrating, but we'll do our job, right? We just do our That's best. That's right. We do our best. Uh, Brian Hansen is uh, joining us on the show this morning, too. Brian Hansen, of course, the star of the Gary Nolan Show. Well, I wouldn't say star. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Weekday morning. I love Gary. Nine o'clock. My name is Brandon Rather. Steph back Friday. Hannah's going to be back uh, next uh, next week. And so this, be- why does sports betting matter? I don't care about sports betting. I don't like to go and throw my money at gambling. Once in a while, I go to the casino in Boonville. They'll drop 40 bucks in the slots. It's for entertainment. It's not to win um, money. Uh, but why is this important to us Missourians, Dean? Well, I think it's something that Missourians are using and doing. And the platforms that they're using right now are platforms that are not based in Missouri. In fact, they're not even based in the country often. They're based out of foreign countries that we don't have jurisdiction over. They could be manipulating the code behind it, which helps helps people lose money, actually. It's not transparent, and it doesn't allow our attorney general to pursue legal action against those that are acting poorly or improperly. So it, it needs to be regulated in that it can be done legally, properly, and regulated so that it helps Missourians and protects our consumers. Uh, Mr. Speaker, we appreciate you joining us. And this ties in Brandon's question with the, the child care, because the sports betting and child care both died, as, as Representative Tulsa yeah. Rice remembers, on the last day due to a Senate filibuster on, on unrelated issues. Uh, but, Mr. Speaker, last week I was at the, cha- the Missouri Chamber of Commerce's child care forum. The representative, so was I. Yep, you were there sitting right next to me. And um, I talked to Willard Haley, one of your colleagues, both of you, um, from down in Eldon. And he was really, he's frustrated, Rep, uh, Representative Van, Mr. Speaker, in that the child care bill was a top priority for him, and it died, same thing with sports betting, due to the filibuster. So what are the chances, Mr. Speaker, of, of this child care getting through, it's bipartisan, is getting through this coming session? 
Well, certainly we want to help companies um, ha- have access to good quality uh, workforce, and that includes some child care. Uh, again, it's the same thing. It's, it's we pass good bills out of the House, they die in the Senate. I would point also to initiative petition reform. Constitutional initiative petition reform is something the House has passed out now for five years. The Senate has refused to take it to the floor to vote on it. That has to stop. We had people that just sat and read books and on taxpayer dollars. They sat and read books unrelated to government whatsoever while government was supposed to function. That has to cease. All right, our guest, Speaker of the Missouri House, Dean Clark. By the way, big night for Sheree and I. We're at a big event in mid-Missouri last night, GOP Chili Supper. Also a big thing for the House Speaker, Dean Plocker, we'll get into in a minute here. Yeah, so, Dean, you know, on the IP reform, this there's a rumor going around that maybe the governor would call a special session uh, at the same time as regular session, but we've got to get IP reform on the August ballot. And I know you and all of us have worked hard to do that, but this is vitally important and people need to see that other states, what they, you know, not all other states have initiative petition, much less to put things in your constitution. And so I appreciate the house doing their job. Well, we've been doing it now, Sheree. As you know, I've carried the bill for three years. Then uh, Representative Henderson carried it uh, for the next three. Um, I don't know if he's carrying it again, but, um, but but I know the House is fully behind it. We're going to be caucusing again for the audience uh, November 9. We're going to be talking about our priorities again at that time. I know that initiative petition is going to be at the forefront of that. With such a low mark to change our Constitution, that has to be changed because these foreign adversaries are coming in and changing our Constitution. And when I talk about foreign adversaries, I'm specifically talking about people like George Soros, foreign money coming in from out of state trying to affect Missouri when they've probably never set foot in Missouri. In listening to my constituents in mid-Missouri, you know, there's different versions out there whether to raise the threshold. One of the top things I'm hearing is to consider changing it uh, to pass in five of the eight uh, congressional districts. So I'm just going to throw that out there. That's what people are telling me they Mm -hmm. want. Mm All right, uh, Missouri House Speaker Dean Plonker joining us this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Mr. Speaker, when you come back in January 2024, the whole discussion that went on at the Capitol over foreign ownership of Missouri land, farmland, properties and all, is that going to continue, especially the way we're watching the world stage right now? Well, we certainly want to protect Missouri farmers, and we want to protect Missouri industries, uh, Missouri's military bases. We cannot allow China to own own land right next to Whiteman Air Force Base, say, or something along those lines. We don't want them to control our food supply. So, yes, in a nutshell, we will be protecting Missourians from adversarial foreign ownership of land. One of the last times you and I uh, spent some time together was put on by Trey Fauché. Mizzou College Republicans did kind of like modern conservatism. Trey Fauché, by yep, the way, very active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dean Plocker was part of that panel, yes. as was uh, Ms. Reich. Our CTR state, now. CTR, Sheree Tolson <laughs> Reich, the notorious CTR, was there. Um, our state treasurer, Vivek Malik, came and, and talked to you know this room of younger students. I did not get to ask you this question, Mr. Plocker. Uh, what are some of the things that you and Cherie Tolson Reich disagree on, and how do you handle those disagreements? <laughs> Silence. Sure hey, Dean, Dean, I'll just tell like, you. Hey, you put them up to this? <laughs> no, no. You know, Dean and I respect each other. We don't see 100% every time, but we can have the conversation. At yeah, the end of the day, right. we have 
no two Republicans think alike, act alike, or vote alike. Now let's get your side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, no, she's absolutely right. And that's where what we find in the House. We find camaraderie in the House. The House Republicans stand united for to pass a conservative agenda. We may not agree ideally on every form uh, of, the, of the bills that pass. We, we, we agree in whole uh, with the substance of what we're trying to accomplish. And we work together to build those bills. We get them out of the House, but then they go to die in the Senate. Um, yes, amen. Know, that's what's frustrating. Um, none of us agree all the time. Uh, my spouse and I don't agree all the time. That's <laughs> just, just normal. And But you have to be willing to be the adult in the room and work together uh, to make some compromises. And But we, we all want to move this state forward in a conservative fashion where we're fiscally responsible, where we're educating our kids, and we're doing what the people expect of us. And, and your Missouri House of Representatives is doing that. And the only thing I would add, Mr. Speaker, and, and Representative in, and Brandon, the, the, I covered both of these uh, uh, lawmakers for a number of years. The one issue I know they disagreed on respectfully was sports betting. And, and, I was a no vote you, and, on principle because I knew it would pass in the House without my yes vote. And you were worried and about I, compulsive, I'm concerned compulsive. about compulsive gambling. I have people I know personally, they've had to be put on the five-year do not gamble list and uh boy they were spending thousands of dollars a month and um yeah and what about these video terminals we need to regulate them too i understand but again it was a respectful disagreement absolutely with, uh, without question all right and then this question from listener uh angela asking i want to show it to everybody so everybody sees uh ask plocker when he will officially announce his run for lieutenant governor Timely question, isn't it, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, bud? Well, I'm really excited. Uh, today is going to be a great day. Uh, later this afternoon, I'm going to formally announce my candidacy for lieutenant governor. I'm really excited to get out off, get going, uh, get around the state, travel, tell everybody what I'm thinking and what I can do. I've enjoyed working in the House for the last eight years. Um, the lieutenant governor position offers a very unique position in that you're the president of the Senate in the way you preside over the Senate, um, while at the same time you're a statewide office holder. So my service in the House, I think I've proven that I can work with people, bring people together, and pass good quality conservative legislation. Um, I have a lot of friends over in the Senate, and I, I think they're good people. I love to work with the Senate and the House to try to, to work together to show the, the state of Missouri that we have a conservative supermajority and we're doing something with it. Missouri House Speaker Dean Plocker, so am I getting this right? You, so you didn't make an announcement yesterday? No, I have not formally announced. I think I don't think the secret's there, but I haven't I haven't formally announced that's going to happen. Uh, that's happening today, right now, really. I guess on your show. <laughs> Yay! So you have just the House Speaker in Missouri, Dean Plocker. You have just formally announced that you are running for the second highest elected office in the state of Missouri here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. That's correct, Brandon. I'm excited. Thank you. Angela, thank you for the text. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> we would not have known. Uh, Missouri House Speaker Dean Plocker and now candidate for lieutenant governor joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, and I'll, I'll let you go with the, well, two things. I'm running out of time here. Um, what is it that you would like to do as lieutenant governor? Well, I think it's essential that you bring the House and the Senate together to work with the executive branch, the governor, to pass legislation that, that embodies what Missourians believe in. And that's a conservative policy to be fiscally responsible, 
to defend our Second Amendment rights, to defend life, uh, to bring businesses to Missouri, to educate our children so we can be prosperous. Um, it, 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 you know, I, we've done that in the House. I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. We've cut Social Security taxes. We've cut your income taxes. We've uh, defended uh, the Second Amendment with the Castle Doctrine and stand your ground legislation. We've defended life. There aren't any abortions anymore now taking place in Missouri. Uh, we've done a lot of good conservative things in the House, passed those bills out. We still have a lot more work to do, and I think the people expect that. I think the people expect the House and the Senate and the executive branch to work together when we have a supermajority, and I intend to do that. All right, and leave us with this. I'd like to ask this question of our elected servants because of the economy and because especially now what we're seeing in Israel and the fear behind that with what could potentially happen here. Leave us with something positive at 648 in the morning. I'd like to leave a listener with something positive, Mr. Plocker. Well, Missouri has a AAA bond rating. We're fiscally responsible, unlike our, some of our border states, our peer states. Missouri's well positioned. We have great leaders. We're doing good things. And, and I think we're putting ourselves at the forefront of the 50 states, as our 50 states are better than any other in the United, in the world. Uh, we have a great country. I'm proud to live here. You can see, though, what happens when you have failed leadership. Our U.S. government's failed leadership. You're returning $6 billion to Iran subjecting Israel perhaps to, to all of this hatred and unwavering um, you know, terrorism and violence that's, that's going around in their country. We have to stand with Israel here. Uh, we also have uh, Taiwan that we have to, to look out for with the, with the vacillation of leadership that we seem to have at the federal country. It seems that these adversaries are prodding and poking at our periphery of what we're trying to stand for when it comes to freedom. So uh, we have to keep Russia you know, out of Europe and meddling there but they're doing everything they can because we don't have strong leadership up there. Um, I look forward to the vote now up in Congress uh, to see who our next Speaker of the United States uh, Congress is. I look forward to the United States, uh, you know, asserting itself again in the world and uh, and maintaining the, the, the balance of power that we have so we can all thrive in a low-tax environment where we have our freedoms. Missouri House Speaker Dean Plocker with something positive and announcing three minutes and 48 yeah. seconds ago here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. He is going to run for Lieutenant Governor. Mr. Plocker, thank you for your time on the show this morning. Thank you, Dean. Brandon, thank you, Sheree. Good to see you. And, Brian, thank you. S&P 500 up 23. I'll be keeping an eye on the opening bell at the stock market at 825 in the morning bell. And why tomorrow is a big deal for Social Security recipients are hanging out with us this morning. State Representative Sheree Tolson-Rice, one of the things that I do admire Good morning. Um, about her, is, you know, besides, besides what she does in the legislatures, the work she has done for folks in Hallsville and folks here in Boone County and all of mid-Missouri and County over the years, what she has done. But one of the other things she's done, she's been a big fan of trying to get you money back, which you can do through the state treasurer's office. Vivek Malik, I think it's show me, uh, show me, show me money.com, show me money.com or dot org or dot gov. And it's like, wow, I mean, um, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, Social Security, big deal tomorrow. We're covering that in the morning bell at 825. Welcome in. I am Brandon Rather. Brian Hansen. Man, it's just, I get it. It's kind of weird this morning. And I know what that's like, man. I remember when I was growing up and I had my favorite radio show. And whenever things were different, man, it could throw my whole day off. So I just wanted to say I appreciate you being here. Brian Hansen, the star of the Gary Nolan Show, is here this morning. 
Uh, not star. I would I would classify it as grunt. Grunt? Yeah. Brian, we love you. And when I walked in the door, it was so good to see you. We miss Same Hannah, here, but but I see you morning, noon, and night and weekends. Marsh, would he feel better if we say he is the star of the Randy Tobler show? Oh, without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, that's Shuri. My name is Brandon. My phone number is... 874. I almost gave out my personal number. <laughs> my, that works. Our phone number is 874-9390. I do hope you'll stay with us. Raven Harrison, Changing Minds. Matter Love her. Fact, she was kind of the uh, impetus. One of the best compliments we've ever received on the show happened this past Feel Good Friday, and it had to do with Raven. So I can't wait till she's here. She's on Fox all the time. She's she changes people's minds, man. I mm -hmm. hope you check her out. Maybe somebody, maybe if somebody doesn't listen to the radio station, you should send them a text real quick. Hey, I know it's not even 7 o'clock yet, but you ought to check out Wake Up Mid-Missouri at 93.9 The Eagle and at 104.5 News Radio 950 KWS. They got this gal raving. She changes minds. She's always on fire. One thing that you might be able to do today that could maybe help you lose a little weight besides... Eating less, exercising more. Besides that. Yeah, that's a given. You know, eat less, exercise more. But there's a, a, a story um, out that says drinking an extra cup of coffee per day could help lose weight with weight management. Study finds. And the thing is, I drink about a pot of coffee every morning. What I don't like about this study.